Club at 22, the Rangers podcast is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction to Rangers 1, Dundee United now in a very foggy, cold day at Ibrooks. Uh, bit of a slog, but we got there. I am your host Scott Carney, I'm joined by Ali Pearson. Thank fuck for that, that's all I can say. <laughs> Scott Gable? Yeah, three points, that's all that matters in the end, isn't it? That is all that matters, yes. Um, less than a classic, I think that's probably been a bit polite about the game. Uh, but we've got there in the end and I suppose that's all really does that matters. The start 11 was raised a few eyebrows, I'm not going to be honest. It was McGregor, Tavernier, Golchin, Bassey, Patterson, Lundstrom, Kamara, Arfield, Kent, Morelos and Hadji. Massive shock, Ali, that Aribo's not there. Yeah, I mean, I did mention in the, the preview that Aribo was one booking away from uh, missing the old firm. I still would have played him because, as we mean Carney said, he's not a dirty play, player, Joe Aribo. And, uh, yeah, it was a bit weird not to see him. I thought it was weird not to see Sakala as well because I thought the way Dundee United was set up, we could get joy there. And, um, yeah, I would like to know a Rangers fan that predicted that starting lineup. <laughs> I don't think there was one. Scott, your thoughts on the team? Yeah, it's a strange one. I keep on saying that there's two positions that I'm never sure about, and that's usually the right side of midfield, along with Kamara, and whoever's playing out on the right, be that Hadji, be that Sakala. Um, Aribo not starting. Wasn't a massive surprise given that that booking was there, and we probably did need to freshen the team up a wee bit. And then obviously Barisic, obviously taking ill during the game midweek. It wasn't a huge, well, the only option you really had um, was Patterson, because um, as we keep on saying, Simpson's. Yeah, I mean, although he was in the bench today, I think Simpson's time at Rangers is up, so not a huge shot. Um, it was a weird, weird team to see. And Dundee United were missing quite a few players today, particularly in the mid- middle of the park. So whether Van Bronckhurst looked at it and thought we should have enough to beat Dundee United, and we should have enough to beat Dundee United without Joe Rebo, um that's probably what he thought. Possibly is what he thought. Um, I'm a wee bit shocked. Obviously, into the game immediately, Tav lined up at centre back, <laughs> made the whole of Ibrooks go, What is that? What, what, what is happening there? Uh, I think it lasted all about two minutes before eventually uh, Parson got moved out to the left hand side and Tav moved back to right back. Obviously, with Goldson and Bassey in the middle of the, the middle of the defence. Um, the first half, I really don't know what to pull out of the first half. It was a non-event. The Rangers were poor, uh, really poor. I thought there was nothing happening in either of the final thirds. Um, I'll get on to it early. Yanis Hadji was awful. Um, I, maybe the worst half I've seen Yanis Hadji, to be honest. I didn't think anything really came off from him in that half. And In hindsight, it's a beautiful thing, having Hadji and Kamara in the same team. To do that role the way that Gio's having us lined up, I'm not sure 100% works, but I literally have nothing to report on the first half. Ali, anything to add? <laughs> like you said, setting up, we were all going, right, personal play left back here. We set up, as you said, with um, Goldson playing left sided centre half, Tav is the right sided centre half, Patterson the right back, <laughs> and Bassett left back. Everyone in Ibrooks went, <laughs> what is going on here? Apart from Jamie Lowe. Apart, well, apart from Jamie Lowe, yes, Jamie Lowe, apart from but Jamie Lowe. It was 
utterly bizarre and it lasts you said Scarney, it lasted all of two minutes yeah. and then they shuffled into how we thought it all should be whether that was a ploy I really do not know what it was I'd love to ask Gio but it was a extreme non-event the first half I mean I know Scotia's main man is Hadji but I'm sorry Yanis Hadji that, that first half was absolutely woeful everything he touched just it just wasn't coming off for him today at all and um why we persist with him on the right hand side is beyond me. Didn't he work under Gerard and it isn't he working under G- under Geo? To me, you play him in the middle of the park, that's where he is. He's wasted out in the right and once again it proves why don't play him on the right hand side. And I hope Geo looked at that today well obviously come out second half and see that I, for going forward, don't play him there because Oh, he was terrible today, Hadji. I mean, he's been good for us, Hadji, but it just wasn't his day. No, oh, Scotia, you're his. He's your man. He's your man. Um, defend him. Yeah, I've been, <laughs> I've been I've, walking down Paisley Road today and I was um, pretty quiet because I was trying to find ways ways to defend him. And yeah, I don't disagree, he was pretty poor today. Um, he wasn't alone, to be fair. But, no, he no wasn't but I think, alone. yeah, that's what was going to come on to. I don't think the whole team in that first half were great. And Hadji was the one that was getting the ball all the time because Kent was getting like double marked as he usually is. So we were always trying to play through Hadji. And as soon as Hadji has his first couple of poor touches, it just kind of followed on from there. But having Lundstrom and Kamara in the same team against Dundee United, I don't think helped. Our yeah. field looked a wee bit lost yeah. because you had Lundstrom and yeah. Kamara there. So because Hadji was the one that we were going to all the time, he was the one making mistakes. He's the more obvious one people go in the back of straight away and as well because he's playing out on the right hand side when you hit like a long ball for him to try and run onto he's not going to give you the same that Kent gives you out on the left hand side there and it never works and people just got on his back too much for my liking but as you say <laughs> I am I am a big Yanisaji fan so I'll probably be far more lenient than yeah, you guys I, I, would be I think he's an easy target at times Haji because we look on the left hand side with Ryan Kent who is get pace, flicks, tricks and everything that's not Hadji's game and I think a lot of people look on the right hand side at that but I just thought the balance was all wrong the first half, yeah. as we said as Scotia just alluded there, Lundstrom and Kamara we don't need two sitting midfielders a game against Dungeon United who are missing half their midfield and it was a non-event in the first half. Yeah, Lundstrom offered very little uh, Matt, very little, if anything in that first half and obviously we, we get to half time and it's still nothing each and I'm not stretching things when I say that's the worst half of football we've seen under Gio by a long, long way. Really, very, very far. Uh, and obviously it led to a change. We took off Lundstrom and we brought on Scott Wright. And we started the second half much more positive. Looked more dangerous because we had a bit of pace in the team. And it wasn't just relying on um, Ryan Kent. However, I don't want to be too critical uh, because we have come out with three points. But up until the point we're about to talk to, Ali... It was still nothing was really happening. Scott Wright had a chance he should do better with, but Alfredo has a half chance that he skies. But still, it was it was a tough watch today. Yeah, it was hard. I thought the tempo it was too slow at times. I mean, I'll give Gio praise in terms of he, he changed it straight on half time. He recognised oh, that we, we don't need two sitting midfielders. Yeah. Took Lundstrom off. Put Scott. I thought Scott Wright was bright for ten minutes and then. Fell away with the game, to be honest. He had that one chance, which I probably should score. I'd need to see the back. The goalkeeper maybe did well with the save, but we huffed and puffed. And it just looked like one of the games that 
we could possibly play all day and not score. To be honest, it just had a feel of that. To be honest, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a best display, Scott. No, it wasn't. I mean, I, I mean, obviously at half time, he all came in uh, the concourse and the club deck and started speaking about it, and you both were like, right, Lundstrom and Hadji off. I was like, I reckon he'll take Lundstrom off and maybe put like a Sakal on mm -hmm. and bring Hadji more centrally. But it was right that he done so. He, he did do that, and you could see Hadji started playing a wee bit better. You know, he was a wee bit more control yeah. with the Agreed. ball. Um, he didn't have to make those bursting runs, so he was a wee bit more in more control. But yeah, it, it reminded me an awful lot of the see the first half of the St Johnson game in Wednesday night. There, it was similar to that for long periods today. Mm -hmm. It was and the crowd again. It's the second second game in a row. I've noticed the crowd getting really, really agitated quickly on. Very quickly on, yeah. more so than we even were under Gerard earlier in the season, which is a strange one for me because, you know, we've been doing great under Gio, but I suppose that's kind of what that brings. You play so well that the crowd expects us to be brilliant all the time, which we're not going to be all the time. These are the kind of the, the result today is the kind of result that wins you leagues. So yeah, I can't disagree with that, mate. I really can't. Obviously, but then on to the. The penalty um, to Rangers, uh, the three words that we all love to hear and the three words that we needed today to score a goal. Uh, it's a blatant handball, it's the most penalties of uh, the most penalties of penalties that you would imagine. And the cojones of James Tavernier to step up and bury a pressure penalty. Um very well taken and there was a, a massive sigh of relief around Ibrooks. Yeah, I think that was the only way we were going to score for a penalty set piece or something that was um Stonewall penalty, I've seen it back before this, yeah. it is a stonewall penalty, yeah, the guy handballs it, the guy even knows when he handballs it, it's a stonewall penalty, and um, we all look and go, oh, Kamar Ruff isn't he here, he's not even in the team, it's Tav, and the way we were playing today was, is it one of the days, and you've got to take your hat off to James Tav, and he stepped up, he showed he's a captain of Rangers, and he drilled that right into the, the left-hand side, right-hand side of the keeper, and it was it was a great penalty, and um, I hats off to Tav. I thought Tav was good today, and mm -hmm. um, he showed why he's a Rangers captain today, and he delivered. Yeah, Scotia, you had the privilege of coming over and sitting next to me in the second half, which is a very rare occurrence. Um, but I mean, hats off to Tav. That's a that, as pressure penalties go. The way we were playing, that's a pressure penalty. Yeah, no, it is. And I mean, we turned to each other and went, "Oh, Ruth's not playing. Ruth's not even <laughs> the bench. It's going to fall to Tav again." And, We've been harsh on Tab because he missed a couple last season, but that's two he's taken now since um, or when Ruth's not been playing and he's put them away both really comfortably. And um, I, I give credit to the linesman because I think it was a linesman that was waving his flag about like a maniac to give that <laughs> because I don't think that it, I don't can't remember who the referee was, um, but I don't think he was given it until the the linesman flagged for it. So fair play to the ref there. Yes, ref was hopeless again, but again we'll not get into that because we're coming with three points. Look, and Rangers kind of ride the luck a wee bit. Dundee United get one chance right in the death of the game, uh, where they hit the they hit the bar. Even before that, we should probably have made it two with a breakaway from Morelos, who did really well to win the ball, and Hamaribo broke forward. Um, obviously, Joe Aribo came on um, for Scott Arfield, and again Aribo didn't really do himself any justice. He should really be scoring that one. But we get there and we get we get the three points and these are the kind of games and the messages that have come in to me already have been about us getting three points and this is the games that wins your leagues. Um, the sponsors, man of the match tonight was Yanis Hadji. They are taking the piss that with that one. Was a sponsor yeah, today, uh, literally, I cannot. I turned around to you right before it got announced and said, 
nearly said that will be hard. Yeah, because you were trying to wind me up. <laughs> yeah, no, I, the Rabona flick and the, the, the failed attempt to keep the ball in the corner from Hadji, no. Five minutes to go. Today, I like Giannis Hadji, but today, no, not for me. There is not a chance in hell that he is man of the match. In my, in my personal opinion, I thought he was he was poor and I'm surprised he stayed in the park as long as he done. Just my opinion, however. But we've got out with three points. It's a massive three points. It keeps this run going. We've kept the zero yet again. And I, again... Yes, we could ask for a better performance. We're going to get these games. These games are going to crop up in Scottish football the way the league goes and we've managed to come out with three points. So, my man of the match today was James Tavernier um, just for his, his, his persistence and obviously getting his, that um, that goal with the penalty. Uh, so, I'll give it to James Tavernier. Ali, your man of the match? Yeah, I'd just like to quickly say, like you, like you said, there. A lot of Rangers fans went today. I think thinking we were going to give Dungeon United a hiding, and, and Me included. It, yeah, and it, that's not how football works all the time. But at the end of the day, we've come out with three points. We are seven points clear. Um, we can enjoy our Christmas going into the Boxing Day. But yeah. yes, I hundred percent. I thought Glenn Kamara was very good as well, but. I'm the same. To me, I thought Tav was really good. He was pushing forward at times. I thought he defended well at times, and he took that pressure penalty. So for me, James Tavernier. Scotia, if you say hi, Jay, I'm never letting you on this podcast again. I was going to do it. As well. um, yeah, it's, I mean, I, every time I come on and speak about team performances under Geo, there's not really one big standout. Maybe apart from Maribo midweek there um, and McGregor against Hearts, but I thought. A lot of the players didn't play great, and those that did play pretty good, yeah, there wasn't much between them. So I'm going to give it to Alfie. Mm. I thought Alfie was pretty good. Did he not nick it away, but it was offside? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know I scored that back, that's true. Yeah. That was back. close, that one, mate. I did. Yeah, because I, I didn't really, there wasn't many complaints, and I wasn't. Well, I should have that like a madman. Oh, I was yeah, yeah. So, um, but I thought Alfie again had another, another good performance, staying where he needs to stay. Yeah, and obviously when, you, when you've got players round about you like Arfield and Hadji not playing at their best, I thought he'd done really well because sometimes if it's Alfie up by himself, he could just get isolated and completely fall out of the game, but I thought he was pretty decent throughout yeah. the course of the game. Yeah, and Nathan Patterson, you've got to give a wee shout to him. He's obviously playing left-back. It's not his position. He's not a left-back. He's though. not a left-back. <laughs> no, he isn't a left-back, but again, no, I think he kind of grew into yeah. the role as the game went on and he was, he was pretty solid towards the end. But look, the three points is all that mattered today after the experience that we've, after the experience of the first half anyway that we had, we had to sit through. Uh, and yeah, we go into the Christmas break now, seven, seven points are, well, not really a Christmas break for us. We went to Christmas Day, seven points ahead, um, no matter what. So that's all we can ask for. We've managed to get the job done. Ali, thank you very much. No problem. Have a good Christmas, everyone, and um, we'll see you in Boxing Day, hopefully. Scotia. Right, cheers. No, that was a good one. No, well, hopefully. Oh, we'll speak to them beforehand. Ali literally has no idea how this podcast is run. Just so everybody knows, Ali's got no clue how this podcast runs. We will be back with a club deck corner uh, before Christmas. If you choose not to tune into that, have a good Christmas. See, I got you. That's what I meant. I got you. But yeah, Rangers roll on. We're seven points clear. That's all we can ask for. We are club at twenty-two. The Rangers podcast. We'll speak to you on Tuesday. Cheers, everybody.